Hi, and welcome to Grounding with Gem. I'm Gem Wilson, and I'm a mindset coach and founder of Vala Energy. I'm so excited to help you up-level your mindset, ground back into your body, and reconnect with nature to live your most fulfilling and expansive life. I truly believe that whatever you can see in your mind, you can manifest into your reality, and I can't wait to share my practical tips for life, love, and business with you. Thanks for joining me today, and let's jump right in. Hi, and welcome back to episode three of Grounding with Gem. I'm so happy to be here. And before I begin, I would love to say a huge thank you to everyone that has listened to the first two episodes and sent messages of support or sent in a request for future episodes. I am so grateful and um, very excited to continue recording these for you to listen to during your day, whether you're cooking, you're driving, you're working, I'm so happy to be a part of your day. So today's topic is something that I am extremely passionate about. If you follow me on my coaching Instagram, you will know that I am a certified life coach as well as a self-love coach. And I decided to get certified as a self-love coach because I kept finding that no matter which topic clients would come to me with, it would always revert back to their level of feeling worthy and also their self-love. So it was something I was so passionate to dive into more. And I am so happy I've done that. Getting certified in that has really allowed me to further my knowledge and to bring an extra level of compassion and awareness to sessions with my clients. And I have since uh, created a course called um, Radical Self-Love, which is all about coming back to yourself, feeling comfortable, setting boundaries with others, accessing the limiting beliefs that are holding you back and replacing those with empowering beliefs. So if that's something you're interested in finding out more about, as always, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram. And if you're interested in finding out much more about self-love, then today's episode is for you. We're going to be talking all things radical self-love, self-acceptance, how to care for yourself and set boundaries with others, which... I'll be honest, wasn't something that came naturally to me. I always thought I was quite independent and had strong boundaries. But then looking back, I was actually quite a lot of a people pleaser and would self-abandon a lot in order just to keep the peace or um, not to rock the boat too much. So really delving more into this self-love work has allowed me to see sneaky ways that I've been self-sabotaging as well. So hopefully these um, four tips that I have for you today for practicing more self-love will help you to bring more awareness to your own relationship with your self-love. So first of all, then what is radical self-love? At its core, radical self-love involves accepting yourself, caring for yourself, and knowing that you are more than enough and inherently worthy of love, respect, and compassion, just as you are. It's truly realizing that you do not need to be more of anything or less of anything. 
to be loved and to have love for yourself. I think a lot of the time in life we get sucked into this trap of thinking future me will be happy when, you know, I'll be happy when I have the job, I'll be happy when I have the partner, when I have the dream house, when in reality, if we choose to accept ourselves in the present moment, that can only lead to greater things in our future. And I think it's really worth mentioning that a lot of people tend to get self-love confused with self-care. Now, self-care is an act. It's the doing. So that might be having a nice bubble bath, cooking a nutritious meal. Self-love is who you are, who you are being, the way you speak to yourself, the way you treat yourself, the boundaries you have with yourself. So I thought that was a good thing to mention before we dive in. So my first tip for practicing self-love then is self-acceptance. So really choosing to embrace who you are and what makes you unique. So include your so-called imperfections in this and accept the things that you cannot change, which includes making peace with your past. And as someone with anxiety and OCD, I have a real tendency to ruminate and to relive scenarios in my head and wish things had been different. But the minute I took radical responsibility for these instances, for what happened, how they played out, and I looked for the lessons in them, I really noticed a shift in my energy and my mindset. And I started to embrace these more uncomfortable conversations or moments where I would have self-abandoned or tried to avoid any form of uncomfortable discussion. And as soon as I flipped the script to looking for the lesson and the learning, that really changed everything for me. And I was able to adopt that growth mindset of nothing ventured, nothing gained. I'm not sure if you've heard of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset before, but um, these are coined by um, Carol Dweck, who is a professor. And she said that from her study, she noticed that there are two separate kinds of mindsets growth mindset people, they're always looking for the learning. So nothing ventured, nothing gained. Whereas a fixed mindset person has the attitude of nothing ventured, nothing lost, which always keeps you where you are safely in your comfort zone and never trying anything new. Once you start to look for the lessons, then the next step from that is learning how to integrate them and embody them. After all, there is no point in reading something, doing a course, working with a coach, if you're not going to embody the learnings, because that's when the transformations happen. And that's when the personal and the spiritual growth and evolution happens as well. And a part of this growing and learning is choosing to let go of comparisons and even expectations of what and who you think you should be, maybe who your family think you should be, your colleagues, your partner, and accepting who you are and embracing all of that. 
A phrase that I absolutely love is what other people think of me is none of my business. And this is something that helps me to ground back into my body when I start to spiral or I start to question my authentic voice. Um, It really helps me to stay in my lane and to really lean into embracing my authentic self rather than getting trapped in this comparison trap or wondering, am I being the version of myself that this person wants me to or expects me to. And so a sidebar of that then as well is choosing to surround yourself with people who cherish you for who you are and who make you feel safe and loved rather than feeling like you have to be in this more performative state of showing up as who they expect you to be or maybe even as the person they once knew you as, because that only ends up leaving you filled with self-doubt and anxiety. And it pulls you further and further away from your authentic self as well. Okay, so tip two is appreciation. And when I say appreciation, I mean appreciation of who you are as a whole person, including the good, the bad, quote unquote, um, because Duality is an integral part of our life. We need the light and the dark, the yin and the yang to balance us out. So really take this as an opportunity to embrace your uniqueness. Appreciate what you love about yourself. Celebrate these unique things. And you can leave a post-it note on your mirror as a reminder of how amazing you are, how much you love your body maybe, or how much of a great day you're going to have. Or keep a folder in your phone of screenshots of messages from others telling you how loved and valued and appreciated you are. This is something I really recommend for business owners as well, especially when I was starting Vala, my sports nutrition business, and even my coaching, I still keep messages from people as, um, yeah, words of affirmation, really. And they really help me to see the value in what I'm doing and they keep me motivated and inspired. And they also show you how valued you are by those around you. So if you're having an off day, you can read these and tap into that vibration of gratitude and appreciation for being surrounded by such amazing people, for having the opportunity to be a part of their lives and to share your energy with them. So really learn to appreciate yourself and also to get comfortable allowing others to appreciate you as well. Um, Something I often think about or that I'm super tuned into now because I've had to train myself out of doing it is when you get a compliment and you just brush it off and you say, oh, oh, these are old. Oh, I had them on sale. And you just sort of minimize this um, really lovely thing that somebody else is trying to do for you. Um, And we just brush it off. Whereas what is so much easier for ourselves and so much kinder to ourselves and to the other person is just to take a deep breath and to look them in the eye and say, thank you so much. That is so kind of you to notice. Or I really appreciate that. And take a moment to feel that gratitude and appreciation for them as well. Because sometimes it can be quite vulnerable as well, giving someone a compliment. So really try to remember 
that you are in your power when you are accepting this compliment and that it is safe for you to be loved and valued and appreciated by others. Okay, so tip three is one of my favorites. It's be kind to yourself. And always remember that you are not defined by your past and that every day is an opportunity to choose again. So again, choosing to release these so-called mistakes of your past and reframing them as learnings instead. And when you start to feel this negative self-talk or limiting beliefs creeping in, pause for a moment and ask yourself, would I speak to my best friend like this? Or would I speak to my child, my mother, my partner? And you can really use that opportunity to take a step back and to collect your thoughts and think about how you would soothe them. Because I'm sure you would speak to them a lot differently to the way that you speak to yourself using that critical voice in your head. Something that I love to do when I feel that sneaky sabotaging voice creeping in is to use an NLP submodality. Um, so NLP, for anyone that doesn't know, is neuro-linguistic programming. It is an incredible mindset tool to use to help you to access limiting beliefs and sort of rewire your brain um, to overcome them. It is truly transformative and one of the techniques I like to use uh, is to imagine this critical voice being really high-pitched and silly sounding so it sounds a complete opposite to the voice of compassion and kindness so you can imagine it like a chipmunk or like somebody sped it up on a tape machine the reason we are doing this and using this completely different tone of voice is to tell your mind that this is not my voice of compassion. This is my voice of criticism and self-judgment and it will really help you to distinguish between your authentic, kind self and the version of you that's being hard on yourself or overly critical. So if you find yourself often throughout the day speaking negatively I would definitely recommend giving this a go and it's something I go into within my coaching containers with my one-to-one clients so if it's something that you feel called to drop me a DM and we can talk about it as well. And as we're on the topic of negative self-talk this was actually something I was discussing with a client the other day and over apologizing or saying, oh, I'm so stupid for doing this. And I invited her for one day to count how many times she apologizes or how many times she says, I'm so stupid for doing this. And it was quite um, overwhelming, actually, when she came back to me with the amount of times that she was doing this. So again, I would recommend trying this technique out as well, just even bringing awareness to how many times in a day you are being very self-critical and self-judgmental. And so my last tip, probably my favorite, (laughs) is prioritizing yourself and your self-worth. Now this was a game changer for me. Um, Truly deciding what you are emotionally, physically and energetically available for and setting boundaries with others based around these standards. 
Something I tell my clients a lot is that when you value yourself highly and you know your boundaries, it will help you to feel more confident and comfortable saying yes or no to things that do not feel aligned to you in that moment or that you will later regret saying yes to. And when you start to create stronger boundaries with others, you will notice that people will try less and less to cross them because they realize (laughs) that you know your own self-worth and that you value your time. For me personally, my time is so precious and I try to be very aware of energy leaks throughout the day or maybe people that I might feel are draining my energy or places or situations and as a result I've become very comfortable with the feelings in my body of knowing when something doesn't feel aligned. So as a result of that I will start to say actually no I don't want to go to that place or I don't want to hang out with this person because of this reason. And as I mentioned earlier, so often we are taught to people please and to keep the peace. I see it a lot with my clients and I think it may be a predominantly female thing. I don't want to generalize, but I think we've all had moments where we've seen our mom say, oh, come on, you've just got to do it or we've just got to get on with it or, you know, keep the peace now, don't rock the boat. And what does that teach us as children? It teaches us that we shouldn't value our own intuition, shouldn't value our own inner guidance and that other people's thoughts and feelings are more valuable than our own, which leads to self-abandoning. And then as adults, like our needs are always met last. So we perpetuate this cycle until the point where we just end up resenting the other person or the other people because we've given so much from our own cup that we have no time left for ourselves and we end up feeling frazzled and burnt out. But the truth is that if you fill your own cup first and you really consciously decide what it is you're available for, then when you are being of service to others and sharing your energy with them, you are given from a place of love rather than obligation and shoulds and musts. And if you're new to this, something I would recommend is taking a moment to put your hand on your heart, closing your eyes, taking a deep breath and honestly asking yourself, am I doing this from a place of love or obligation? And a lot of the time you will realize how much you are saying yes to things, signing up to things out of obligation and feeling like you just should because that's how it's always been. But it is never too late to prioritize your own self-worth and prioritize your own emotional needs. And I'll be honest, this is something that takes practice. A lot of the time when you start setting boundaries with people, and especially if these are people that have often had a lot of access to you or they are used to you saying yes to a lot of things, it can ruffle a few feathers and people can get a bit prickly and um, question why you are doing things. Or maybe they'll say, oh, you know, you've changed. But I like to think of it as personal growth (laughs) that I have changed, yes, and I am no longer available for what you are trying to impose upon me. 
But the trick here is to really stand firm in your boundaries and your opinion. And as a result, people will start to meet you on your level as well. So that brings us to the end of today's episode, all about practicing radical self-love. I hope you enjoyed and I would love to hear what you think. As always, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram or screenshot and tag me with your key takeaways from this. And as always, if you have any topic requests, send me over a message and I'll get it on the list and I will catch you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for pressing play on today's episode. If you enjoyed, I would be very grateful if you could subscribe, download and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time. Until then, join me over on Instagram at Coaching and Vala Energy.